rdtdaily.com presents a Tara Buster with comedian Tara Devlin. All right. What's up? Hello, everybody. My name is Tara Devlin. Thank you for hanging out. And this is Tara Buster. This is Unapologetic Liberal Talk. Welcome to reality. Hey, this is the reality-based community, too. And welcome to hell. I don't know. There's some kind of freaking bell going on out there. I don't know what's happening. What is that bell? Not a bell. It sounds like the ice cream man or something. But I'm on the seventh floor, so what's going on? Is that the chariot that come to take me into the light or something? Who the hell knows? Guys, guys, thank you. Um, let's, let's see. My name is Tara Devlin. We meet here every Saturday evening from 6 to 8 p.m. Eastern. That's our regularly scheduled face, uh, what do you call it? Time. And we are rebroadcast at 6 p.m. Eastern on Progressive Voices and anytime on the Progressive Voices app. SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher. Please give the show a good review on iTunes and keep coming back at work. You worth it. You, you're worth it. You So work it. Whatever. I'm getting ahead of myself. Um, I have a lot on my mind, but we're having a show. Why not? There's a lot of shit going on, and I'll explain why I'm a little, whatever, off in about a, five minutes or so. Um, so before we get going, I also, I see some people on the chat. Hello, Shannon. Hello, Anthony on Facebook. If you are on any other platforms, kind of come on over to YouTube at youtube.com slash C for channel slash RDT daily media. That's where we hang out the most. And I see Ed in the chat uh, over on YouTube and He's all alone right now. What the hell's going on? You know, it's weird. It's I don't know what happened when they updated YouTube. I used to be able to set a, a time to schedule the the stream, which makes a lot more sense because then people say, oh, Tarabus is coming on and whatever. At this time, there's a show in 20 minutes, 30 minutes. Now it just seems that like I can only start the show immediately. I can only, you know what I mean? Like there's no schedule button. And I looked online to find out what's going on and all of the instructions that they have have a schedule button, but my interface doesn't have a schedule button. So I don't know really where the hell to look and you can't get any help from YouTube. You really can't. You're, you have a problem with YouTube, you're going down a rabbit hole for hours trying to find an answer. Everything is around and round and round. There's no, nobody talks to you, of course. It's just other users doing the best they can, trying to help. So it sucks. And I'm only one person. That's why I ask you to please become a patron. Yeah, I know, it's annoying. Ed the first, yes, there is no more advanced notification. What the F? I'm, I don't know. I don't know. That's why, Jesus Christ, please become a patron so we can get some help up in this bitch for this bitch. So tonight we're having a show. I ask every day 
people to please become a patron so we can have a daily show. That's that. We won't have to set a schedule because everybody will know what time we're on. And in order to do that, we need enough supporters and we need patrons. All right? That's the bottom line. The more patrons we get, we need about a thousand more patrons. That's how I calculate it. I don't know. I'm kind of estimating it. But at this rate, we will get there. Uh, I don't know. Maybe I'll step off this mortal coil before we get there. But it doesn't matter. Even if it's $2 a month, whatever. Everybody who becomes a patron, it just, it's it's better. Because we get more, we go up in the stats, the more patrons you have. So even if it's $2 a month, that'll help. It all helps. And plus, you know, whatever. Plus whatever. What the hell? Is that a statement? Come on. That's how it's going. I know that it sucks right now. We're living in the last days of the American Republic. And we're on the verge of the third Republican Great Depression in a hundred years. So I get it. But if you can. That's all I'm saying. If you can become a patron, please do it. Go to patreon.com slash Devlin and become a patron. Like tonight's sponsor of the show who became a patron yesterday. Jazz HD1. I want to thank you for making the leap, taking that leap, making it, making it, taking it, doing it, showing us all how it's done. Thank you for becoming a patron, taking that extra step to do that. With your help, we will reach our goal. And it's not just about the show. I hate to tell you, it's about reclaiming the country. Honestly, I I know it's like, wow, isn't that, what a conflated sense of what the hell we're doing here. But it really is that. I compare it to the pamphleteers back in the colonial days. That's how the American Revolution started, in whispers. So we are on the right side of history. We have the right kind of messaging, in my opinion. You know it. We're the real patriots, liberals. All the real patriots. And we're here to reclaim that. We're going to take it back from the fascists who stole it from us as they're trying to steal the entire country. And don't worry, they're going to, they, they're really trying, and they'll keep all the symbols. Don't worry about it. You'll still wave the flag. You'll still have eagle t-shirts and these colors don't run bumper stickers or bullshit. You'll still say, USA, USA. Whenever somebody tries to tell you something that you know, the truth about the country. In order to evolve and become a more perfect union. Because that's the point. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Keep on, whatever, sharing the show. Thank you. And that's what it's about. Because without a liberal media, we don't stand a chance. You see what we're up against. Even from the so-called left. That's not the left. Joe Biden is not the left. I just saw a friggin' video from Donald Trump Jr., who is 
a very sick man, right? We went a couple days ago, we were looking at his eyes. He's, well, I don't know why he keeps putting out those videos. I guess he's in a sense of denial himself, like his father, the sociopath. He's a sociopath, and they just think that whatever they do, the rest of the human race is too stupid to point it out. And even if they do, they say things like, because he was asked, he was asked on Fox News, what about your red eyes during the Republican National uh, Nuremberg rally? And he said, I don't know, every time, the left, the left, they're always trying to just knock us down, the left, the left, because we're doing, we're draining the swamp, and they gotta lie, it's the fake news, I don't know, um, it's the lighting, that's what he said. The lighting? What, did they point two red lasers in your friggin' corneas? The lighting. That's what I would say to my father when I came home high. He's like, are you high? What? When I was a, just a baby drug addict. And uh, it's the lighting. No, I'm tired. That's a, uh, another excuse. I'm just tired. I didn't get a lot of sleep. It's the lighting in here. It doesn't. He doesn't have uh, better excuses than a sixteen-year-old. God. So, but he was. He made a video saying that Joe Biden is a Marxist. What? Right? There comes a point where it goes into farce. Don't the right wingers? Aren't they? Don't they know? How stupid they are. Do they believe that shit? Joe Biden is a Marxist? I effing wish. You want to know? I wish. God. So, all right. Yes, Stephen Miller has COVID. That's great. Great news. Wonderful. <laughs> Consequences. Cause and effect. It couldn't have happened to a more deserving crew. They brought it on themselves. The Mussolini crowd. The fascists. The America haters. But before we get into it, um, um, let me see a couple of things. The Ray, Ray the kitten, Ray update. He's in the kit. He's in the bedroom. I love Ray. I love this kitten. I'm teetering on should I keep him or not. Everybody's trying to talk me out of it, but I'm talking myself out of it too. He is just the most sweetest cat I ever came across. I, it's hard to believe. Even He's more affectionate in two days than Tara Jr. was. I mean, Tara Jr. Jr. is very affectionate, as you know. And I love them all. I love all of them. I love Tara Jr. Jr., but... I also love little Ray. And I guess the thing I can do is, the only thing that will console me is finding him a good home. So he deserves it. He is really sweet. For example, last night in the middle of the night, he's in a crate. So that's the problem is I only have a one bedroom apartment. This is the problem. So that's one bedroom apartment with three cats. You know what I mean? It's getting out of control. 
my cutoff was two, two cats. Because the road to the crazy cat lady is like, that's a slippery slope. Then, the, you know, I always say there must have been a time that the crazy, crazy cat lady was like, hmm, what would another one hurt? Why not? So I guess I'm at that point. But I didn't know that I would meet Ray, little Ray. He walked over to me in the cemetery on my father's birthday. And I wonder, and last night when I was sleeping, so he's in the crate. The other two cats are out here. I'm in the bedroom with Ray, who's in a crate, sleeping. And Ray's sleeping in his in his little bed. And around 4 a.m., he I started hearing something, and I was like, what is that noise? I thought it was outside, but it was Ray, and he was crying. He was like, and it started getting more poignant or po- plaintive. He was like, pain, like scared. So I guess he must have, you know, he's still a little kitten. He's been through a lot. He must have woke up in a strange place, got scared, you know, and started to cry. And I opened the cage and I was, I picked him. He crawled right into my arms and he just stayed there. I never had a cat that did that, that would do that. You know what I mean? That would need you to comfort them. They usually will go hide. Uh, So then I was petting him. It's like a baby. And I laid back down. I already checked him. He doesn't have fleas or anything. So I was, I laid down on the bed with him, and he he fell asleep on my chest. So that's what happened. I I was just, can I keep him? So and then today, um, the lady who helped me trap him, she contacted me and she said, I'm gonna find out when the foster can take him. And I broke down crying when I read the text. (laughs) I just burst out in tears. I was like, I don't want him to leave. So, ah, well, I guess this was expected. So, I don't know. I have to think about it. There's a lot of stuff going on. Do I really need... Is it fair, too? That's the other thing. To have him in in this... I mean, I'm not living in a closet but it's not a big big it's not a big place especially with two other cats so is that fair for him won't will he have a nicer life with somebody else what breed is he he's he's a american short hair as they say which is short hand for mutt he's an all-black cat if you join our discord page there's pictures of him and there's also on my Twitter, there's some pictures of him. And he already knows his name. That's the other thing. As I call his name, he turns his head. At least I think he knows his name. Ray. Meaning Ray of Sunshine. New day. He came out of the darkness and now he's in a new day. Yeah, and, I mean, he's all, he looks like a puma. He's cute. He just has a sweet soul. For the entire time I've 
had him. He never, not one aggressive bone in his body, which is more than I can say for Francis. Where's Francis? Who was a monster when I got him. So there you go. And it made me wonder, oh, if he's this sweet now, isn't he going to be even more sweet? Yeah, Ray, R-E-Y, no, Ray, R-A-Y, like a ray of sun. I don't know what Ray, I don't know Ray, because I'm not, I used to be a Star Wars fan. This is Darth on the chat saying, Ray, is that that awful character from Star Wars? No. It's not. It's ray of light. Like he is. Uh, right? No, he's great. He's a great cat. I have to make sure that uh, he has a good home. Look, Shannon on the chat is like, that is a sign, Tara. Seems clear to me. <laughs> oh, I know. I have to give it, a, let me give it some time. He's not going anywhere today, so give it a couple of days. It's going to be a shit show, too. Into, and then I thought, and I was looking at the two cats laying on the, one's on the couch, one's on the chair, sleeping, and I thought, what's, what's one more laying there on the couch? It's got to vacuum more. All right. My Friends, the other thing that happened, uh, my uncle fell and uh, he hit his head. He's 85 years old and he's it's not looking good. So I don't know what the next, what the rest of the week is going to hold. So that's horrible. And he's my last uncle on my father's side. I have my aunt who is beside herself because she was the youngest and now yeah she'll be the last if he passes away and I hope he doesn't because he has come around before he's had these c catastrophic health crises and he's pulled through so he's an amazing person and also a normal person he hates Twitler and it would be a shame for him not to see Twitler go to jail really after uh, all of the, that, all he had to endure watching it. So, one day at a time, we'll see. I don't know what's going to happen for the rest of the week. That's all I'm saying. But that doesn't mean that you, you know, if you're, if you want to be a patron, be a patron. But I don't know if I can do a show. Do you know what I mean? We'll see what happens with, uh, I don't know what happened. We'll pray and whatever, Namyaho Rengeko. That he pulls through. And he has a lot long. Yeah, he's a very healthy person otherwise, really. He's an incredible person and inspiring. Last year he fell and broke his hip. We thought that was it then. And he ended up being uh, the inspiration for all the others in the rehab. He went to the rehab and he pulled through and. He was motivating all the other patients there that were kind of feeling sorry for themselves. That's who he is. He's just, he's just a great person. Oh, that's my uncle, Ed Devlin. All oh, right, my father's brother. So, 
yeah, let's get into what's going on. So, um, it's now eight fifteen. I can't. I'm saying this to myself, not to you guys. I have to do a less less than four hours tonight because of everything going on. I have to take care of Ray. Yeah, I don't know what's happening on this other with my uncle. And but hey. One day at a time, right? We still have, yeah. What's right in front of us? When I hear about my uncle, how come it's never, it's never Trump, right? It will be one day, as it will be all of us. But what the hell? So Stephen Miller has has coronavirus. And how much? How many people does that make? That surrounding Twitter every other day, and and trust me, guys, it's not the end. We haven't reached the end of this. The coronavirus is a highly contagious virus, and these mother effers were begging for it. It was like they were at those super spreader parties. We heard about teenagers having, thinking they're invincible. When one would get diagnosed as being coronavirus positive, they would have a party. Let's have coronavirus. Let's all get it. But unfortunately, it's not like smallpox. Apparently, mother, well, parents have parties for their children to get, s- <laughs> not smallpox, chickenpox. <laughs> smallpox party well if there was a, if there was a smallpox party the it would be the republicans hosting it you know that they would be dumb enough <laughs> yeah <laughs> thank you jim for your super chat already right off the bat thank you so it couldn't have happened to a nicer ghoul not the super chat the coronavirus with Stephen Miller. What are the odds? What happened to... Let me see. Hold on. Um, what's his face? Herman Cain. What was the trage- trajectory of his illness? Now, when you watch the... the, the med- I don't know what they are. The doctors that take care of the orange con man... They they were giving a press conference saying, well, he's not out of the woods, but don't worry. He has the best medical care. You know what? F you in the United States of serfs and lords. Of course, the con man has the best medical care. We, we got nothing here. What do we have? Go fund me? Uh, if you get a coronavirus, they tell you to go home if you're an average Joe moron. Go home and come back when you can't breathe. That's what they say, because there's no room. Go home and manage your symptoms, but only come back when you're gasping for air. Not like the con man. He has the team of experts running around while he's yelling at them and bullying them, thinking he knows better than them because his uncle went to MIT. 
It's sickening. So who, Herman Cain, this tweet is getting a lot of attention. Tim O'Brien, who is a columnist for, what is he? I don't know. Wall Street Journal, Huffington Post, New York Times. He tweeted the timeline of Herman Cain's death. A humbling Herman Cain coronavirus timeline. On 624, he attends Trump's Nuremberg rally, maskless. On 72, he tests positive for COVID 19. On 710, he says he's improving. On 715, he says his doctors seem happy. On 727, he says he's really getting better. And on 7.30, he dies. I'm not, I would not be surprised. They pumped him full of all kinds of steroids. That will give him a temporary feeling of well-being. It's not going to last. Did you see that movie on HBO about the, um, what was it? The, the nuclear, let's see, what was it called? The nuclear, uh, what's that place? Somebody on the chat, the, not Three Mile Island, the one that almost blew up the whole goddamn earth. I think it was in Russia and Ukraine. What was the name of that? Anyway, there was an HBO movie about it. You guys will tell me on the chat any second now. And, oh yeah, Chernobyl. Chernobyl. Thank you, guys. Um, uh, Chernobyl, it was interesting watching, I watched Chernobyl. It was amazing. It was, gr- what a great, unbelievable miniseries. It was incredibly touching as well. Um so in the in one of the stories in Chernobyl is a woman whose husband was a firefighter who showed up on the scene to put out the fire at the exploded nuclear power plant that all those firefighters died of course but she she goes she travels to to see him in the hospital when she shows up in the hospital. Of course, he's he is a dead man walking, but he feels great. And a few days later, he's dead. And, and one of the nurses says to her, don't be fooled. He's, this is what happens to them. They, they get this feeling of well-being, and then, you know, they don't last. It's part of the cycle. I'm not saying, I'm not a doctor. I don't know. But that's what people are saying. You might feel better before you get worse. He's got the coronavirus. It's not a joke. And he is also, he's not a healthy person. He's a 74-year-old. Enough said. Like he said to Bob Woodward, If you're of a certain age, you don't stand a chance. Not only does he have the coronavirus, he has all these comorbidities. And even if he survives, there are residual effects 
from the coronavirus, including, including mental deterioration. This doesn't look good. It's not good for us as a country. God damn it. But what has, when has the Twitler administration been good for the country? It's not good. The whole thing is a sham. And today, what the hell happened? He tweets out, he stopped the, uh, there will be no relief. Now, I really do not understand why he put his dotard, rotund coronavirus death cult carcass in between the negotiations and why he would want to stop any kind of relief before the election. Why? If you vote for me, there'll be a relief. It's, it sort of seems like he doesn't give a shit about anybody. Of course he doesn't. I, we know that. But you're telling your your dumb, dumb cult that you don't give a shit. You don't care that they're hanging by a thread that they have yet another month where they're going to miss rent payments? What's going to happen? It's not getting better. Oh, we have a V. It's a real, it's a super V. V. A V recovery. He doesn't even know what that means. He heard it. He overheard it in an elevator. When he was on set uh, for the freaking apprentice. He overheard. He doesn't know a super V. And even the idiots at one of his dumb, dumb rallies, uh, when he was saying, we have a V, it's a V-shaped recovery. And one of the idiots yells out, Super V! Just because you say it don't make it true. But can you believe where we live? I think this is really why we have to get together all the time on a regular time. Because we need each other. I don't know. I need you guys. When I look out and I see... You, I see Greg and Andrea and Darth and Four Earth and Jim, of course, and Deborah and, well, I said Darth and Ed. I see you. Who else is here? Sin City. I feel normal. <laughs> Yo Soy, Daniel, and Lori, hello. I feel like, okay, we can get through this. And Steve. And Jim H. I feel like we're not alone. And Malcolm. I don't know. And Cheyenne. And Terry Taylor. Hello. Um, I feel like we might have a chance. If we stick together, and we will, we will win. Because what do I say? We're on the right side of history. We're on the right side of democracy. That, that's not just a words. I just I made up in a catchphrase. It's the truth. We're on the right side of history. We're on the right side of democracy, decency, humanity, dignity. That's why they have to lie and cheat and do everything that they can to convince 
the dum dums that they're that they have something to offer them. What are we? What's going on in this country? We have a pandemic. We have over uh, two hundred and ten thousand Americans dead in three months. We have seven million and counting sick and only getting worse. It's not getting better because of them. And all they can do, they don't have a plan. They don't even have a plan to contain it in their own goddamn White House. They, the idiot came home with COVID and took off his mask. So he can infect every, anybody else, everybody else who works there. There were over 100 people on the regular staff there. People who clean, people who cook. Keep that shit, that, that freaking house of our house running so the con man can stay in it and step on the balcony and film a propaganda video that all the dum-dums are going to eat up without, without even a hint of embarrassment. They're not even embarrassed. I'm sorry my voice is raspy. I don't know what's going on. My voice has been like this. Maybe it's, maybe I'm going to, maybe this is how I'm going to sound when I'm old. You know, you hear old people and they're like, man, man. maybe this is my voice. I never s- smoked or anything. Maybe it's just my screaming all the time on the show. That could be, could be the screaming. Thank you for Earth and for Earth says sticking together. Thank you. Absolutely. And Byron Buckley, thank you so much for your super chat. And thank you. I don't know. Should I keep Ray? (laughs) I love Ray. I love Ray, the cat. Oh, brother. All right. I'm going back and forth. I need Ray. He's He's so cute. But you know what? Tara Jr. Jr. is not happy. Francis is fine. He doesn't, he's cool with it. Yet, Tara Jr. Jr., because there's, they haven't seen Ray at all. They know he's here because they can smell him, I guess. I don't smell him, but they do. And I think it's confusing Tara Jr. Jr., so he is, he's actually lashing out at Francis. So, as if it's like, are you Francis? I don't recognize you. What's that smell? Is that coming from you? Are you the one I know? Or is that, you know what I mean? It's sort of like when you take your cat to the vet and then you come home and the, your other cat hisses at them. That's what's going on. They don't, you know, he doesn't recognize him. It's something weird. It's like, this doesn't smell like you, my friend. You're an imposter. So, yes. Is Tara Jr. Jr. the alpha cat? I didn't think so. I thought it was Francis, frankly. I don't know. I don't know who Ray would be in that. Tara Jr. Jr., Francis Jr. Jr., and Ray. I don't know. They sound good. (laughs) All right. Calm down. I'll I'll never get in late again. I mean, I'll just put it that way. And that's okay. I've had enough. I've lived. 
Somebody asked me once, do you want to go out? And I was like, honey, I've been out. I've been out, honey. There's nothing going on out there. <laughs> I've been out. I want to stay in. So, all right. Yes, what were we saying? Friggin' North Korea. That's where we live. In, and they're not even embarrassed about themselves. I guess, and I guess you would say, all right, don't be embarrassed. No shame in your game. But the fact is, they're ashamed. That's why they have to act like the way that they act. Because they know they're full of shit. They don't have any uh, anything to boast about. Everything is bullshit. Uh-oh. Jim on the chat. This is how every episode of Hoarders starts. <laughs> With the third cat. How dare you? <laughs> you bastards. All right. Well, you guys can vote. What do you think? Should I keep Ray or not? I'm not saying I will, no matter what your opinions are, or I won't. I would just like to know what they are. If you have any opinion about keeping Ray. Of course, that means another mouth to feed, another... More another cat to clean up after. Another, you know, bills, vet bills. But well, what the hell? I don't know. Everybody's saying keep Ray. <laughs> oh, I might. I really, really might. If we have another night like last night, and where he, he is so amazing it's like i feel like i'm talking about a new lover <laughs> you know like telling my friends oh they're amazing <laughs> they're so affectionate and <laughs> oh that's funny for earth i am a dog person but you should keep ray Shannon saying, Ray, 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 Ray. Terry Taylor says, I think you should keep Ray. Steve Grossman says, two cats are plenty. I know. I I agree. <laughs> Jim, I think you should do what makes sense for the cats. That's right. Mm-hmm. That's what tears me. But, I mean, I'm not living in a dump or anything, but I... It's not a palace. It's not a palatial expanse, but they don't really need that. So I don't know. Shannon, you've been to my house. Is it big enough for two, three cats? And me? And I don't know. We'll think about this later. Well, this is not the topic. We're talking about the decline and fall of the of Western civilization. Yes, Darth says you have a lot of CDs. I do. Only because they were there. they've been there. Somebody asked me, was that you on the chat that said, "What is this? The 90s? Why do you have CDs behind you?" You know why? Cuz I'm busy. And I'm not just a busy idiot. I have shit to do. It's like I look around this apartment and I'm like, I need to do that. I need to do this. I need to get rid of those CDs. I need to 
I don't know what to do with them. And if I take them off the wall, that means I have to paint the wall. Right? So I leave them there for another day. And I do a show. Because if I was if I was painting the wall, I couldn't be doing a show. And everything else I have to do, like feeding Ray and my two other babies, my little Tara Jr. Jr. and Francis Jr. Jr. Ed the first says, I have two foster cats. That's good. Thank you. That's great. Everybody should have pets. I don't know. I feel that way. Somebody said to me, I met this guy once. It was just a friend, of course, because I'm a lesbian, but I was at a Buddhist retreat and we were talking and he said something about, oh, I hate pets. I hate, he was telling me about some boyfriend of his that had a lot of pets and he's like, I hate pets. And I said, all right, well, I hate you. And I said that in my mind and I'm not going to be friends with somebody. It's like, I hate pets. I hate pets. What kind of person are you? You hate pets? You hate little animals? What the hell is wrong with you? Hate. Hate. It's a strong word. Stephen Lee says hire a handyman. Holy shit. I would if I had enough patrons. Haha. <laughs> Become a patron, everybody, and then I'll be able to hire a handyman and make a set. Fix up the set behind me. Is this... The CDs aren't working for you guys? <laughs> oh, my God. What happened? I do. You know what? I, I actually used... What was that? Task Rabbit. That was good. I should hire somebody on Task Rabbit to paint. All right, whatever. You one day. I got other shit to do. If I'm I'm working, you see? I'm working now. This is my job. You like come to my job and you tell me to do another job behind me. Are these CD What are you going to do? I what? You became a patron, Byron. What? <laughs> Byron on the chat says, "I just did." Tara, you became a patron right now. That's very nice. Let me see. I'm sure you did. I'm not. I am not doubting you, Byron. I'm just going to my Patreon page. Yay, Byron! Thank you, Byron. Because of you, we will be able to keep going and keep growing. And giving Ray a nice house to live in. I got a lot of CDs. I don't know what I'm going to do with them either. Some of them are, have uh, sentimental value. <laughs> that's the worst sentimental value the other thing I know this this show is going off the rails but you guys all know that I had I worked for the Drew Barrymore show for five days and it was a nightmare well it's getting really bad reviews so that's making me happy 
It's it's everything I said. It was like incredibly out of touch, but it was a nightmare. It was a nightmare. Anyway, if they sue me, they sue me. Then I, you know what happens? The show gets more attention. That's whatever, right? Sue me then, please. Yes, SNL mocked it, mocked it mercilessly. Yes. And they also pointed out what I thought was pretty weird, too. I only worked there for five days. But one of the things that they were discussing was, oh, it's, um, we're going to tackle some important topics here. And not just the fun stuff. We're not going to just do fun stuff. We're going to do important things. Like she said that we're going to brighten up people's lives like if you're going through a hard time what does what wouldn't it make you feel better if you had a nice a nice place why can't you have a nice uh closet a nice whatever but what she was saying that they were going to give people not medical they're not paying their medical bills or whatever they were renovating like people's closets and things like that so they would say like someone going through like we're gonna take someone who has a lot of um went through cancer treatment or whatever it was i don't i don't quite remember and why can't they we'll brighten up their lives because uh, what we'll we'll give them a nice closet space or a nice uh, kitchen or something. I don't even that she was going to design, but they don't. And I remember thinking like that's a little weird. They don't want you to if they have fifty thousand dollars in medical debt, um, brightening up their closet, get giving them a nice organized closet. Is a little bit weird. I don't know. Because she was like, why can't everything be nice? Why can't this be nice? Why can't this garbage pail be nice? Why can't... So, like, the woman's going to be like, I'm on my last legs, but I'm glad that the closet is designed by Drew. It's okay. I'm not bitter. I just have post-traumatic stress disorder. But I have, I've had that for, since I got out of the womb, really. Since Zygote. And I looked up and I saw my mom. And I was like, holy shit, Gene Devlin. This is going to be a ride. And it has been. That's why I, I like cats. I guess. I'm single. Like Now I, I'm a, I have 3.5 cats. I mean, 2.5 cats. On the verge of... Three cats. I'm leaning towards a third cat. And it's not, it's it's just not pretty. (laughs) That's what she said. Why am I talking like this when we could be talking about Stephen Miller's COVID? All right, he's got COVID. Good. Good for them. 
It's almost like they wanted COVID. They, ta- they taunted COVID, but COVID doesn't care. One thing tonight, Joe Biden was responding uh, about COVID breaking out all over the place. And he was like, well, basically said what I just said. It's the virus. It's a virus. It doesn't care if you're Republican or Democrat or blah, 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 blah. But this is why we're, uh, we, we're Americans or whatever. It's like, do Democrats ever miss the opportunity to reach across the freaking aisle? Everything they do. Please, please be nice to us. Please, please play nice with us. While the Republicans walk all over everybody, walk all over the United States. Twitler got out of the hospital. He bullied his way out of the hospital. And we all had to be dragged for the ride, just like like we're dragged through the manias. That's what my life has been, frankly, being dragged through Republican manias. From the time I've come of age and understood what the hell was going on with this trickle-down bullshit that I had to listen to and watch. Oh, God. And warn and say, hey, this is not going to work out. As Twitler would say, this is not going to end well. And it sucks to be right. I don't want to be right about that. I really wish that funneling all the money and, and power to the top really did trickle down. I, I can't stand the average Joe Republican. I really can't. Because they're the worst. Even as I was saying that, in my head I heard them. Like when I was, Because when I would say, how does funneling all the money and wealth all the well, well, redundant. All the money and power, to, or money. Let's just say, stick to money. How does funneling all the money to the top um, trickle down, giving the rich more and more and more of the pie? How does that trickle down? And then the argument that I get from Republicans, the average Joe, like the dumbasses, the dupes. The undecided voters, the morons, is that, well, it's their money. How can you, you're telling us you're you're funneling money to the top, but it's their money. Well, they live in this civilization, don't they? It's their money. We all pay taxes. It's our money. You put it into the kitty. You want to... You got to want to take the ride. You got to pay the price to take the ride. You want to live in a society, in a civilization where you don't have to go and dig your own wells and you don't have to slaughter your own food or grow your own food. Or, I mean, we can go on, pave your own roads or what? Start from scratch? Teach yourself to read. Um, run your own phone lines, all of everything that, what about electricity? The Tennessee Valley Authority, the friggin' right-wingers would still be sitting in the dark, literally, as much as they are sitting in the dark, figuratively, if not 
for government and 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 we the people. So what what do you mean? It's their money anyway. It's our money. They want to play. They want to play in our sandbox. Well then, put your money on the counter, Jack. Taxes are the admission price to a civilized society. But they don't seem to want to have to pay. That's why they get a free ride off our back. That's bad enough. But it's the morons who excuse it, who say things like that, because they're waiting and begging and pining for that pat on the head. Oh, I'm a capitalist. As if you, the average Joe dumb-dumb, P- declaring them uh, themselves a capitalist as if that will uh, excuse you from the consequences of capitalism. But they always come home to roost. But everybody, even if they, ha- they have a small business, they have a whatever, they're not capitalists, by the way. They are entrepreneurs. That's another thing. This country is so deluded capitalists are people who make money from money that's capital you invest you get money that's capitalism whether you're an entrepreneur or not we 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 have rules to the game and that's why we have courts you want to have a business if you can't play by the rules then you shouldn't you you don't get a business you don't get a corporation you don't get the benefits of civilization you can't put a like for example a multi-level level marketing vitamin scam together and sell a bunch of rocks cuz as much as twitler is a con artist and sold those trump network vitamins he still had to sell something that were that passed for vitamins because there are regulations. And you know, like what happens in China. This is why every now and then you hear, and people have experienced things like the pets dying because they ate food imported from China. And they don't have the same kind of standards that we do. They don't have the same regulations that we do. And they pour shit and poison into products. It happens all the time, and then you only find out after the fact, after you're dead. But according to, and after your dog is dead, or your, or anything, uh, that it doesn't matter, it's too late. They already got the profit. But according to right-wingers, then you're only after the fact, oh, well, the free market will decide. If your dog dies from eating poison, that says dog food on it, then we the word will get out and nobody will buy that product and the market will adjust. Well, that's just too goddamn late then for the ones that died. That's the world they want us to live in. It's really a Lord of the freaking flies. It's greed. And they wrap it up in the flag. And it's not, it's the furthest from patriotism they're not patriots we're patriots holy shit wait 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 i just saw something is breaking news hmm 
breaking news. We need to take away children, no matter how young, Justice Department officials said. The department officials were a driving force behind President Trump's child separation policy, a draft investigation report said. We have to take away children. I'm undecided, though. I'm on the fence. Let me, let's tune in. Let's get, um, here we go. We'll, uh, let's have another round table with undecided voters. They haven't seen enough. They know, maybe they need to see another 200,000 dead. Here, let me see, like here, undecided. exhausting it was like two people children fighting um Uh, she's talking about the debate i love how after the fact they frame it as the both sides right oh it's just two people fighting two children fighting no it was one big giant baby with a a a a poopy in his diaper blaming the whole world for the stench that's who it was. And, and it was a human being trying his best to contain himself and overthinking, how, how will this sound to the Republican average Joe voter that I'm trying to get vote for me? God. Undecided. I'm undecided. Oh, my God. But, yeah, they pine for, I don't know, what is it with right-wingers? They're, they're not free. They're, they're friggin', they're embarrassing. Free. Please. Like, for example, today, I'm talking about uh, pining for your oppressors. Today on Twitter, my, one of my favorites meaning somebody I can't stand, who has absolutely no business having a show except that she's well-funded by white right-wing billionaires. And before I keep going, thank you, Shannon, for your super chat. Ta- and uh, Shannon says, Tara, you are so funny. Thank you. And Shannon says, Tara is the voice. Tara rocks. Thank you. And you know what I was just thinking, actually, guys, about Ray? I was thinking that, you know, I didn't want to say this, but it's I'm uh, I am on the fence about Ray. The logical part of me is like, no way. The heart says yes, just do it, and take it a day at a time. Um, the other day, before I found Ray, well, before Ray found me. I actually had a dream about a black cat. Isn't that weird? I don't really remember what happened in the dream, but I remember waking up and thinking, oh, I wonder if I'll have a black cat one day. I wonder what that dream was. You know, whatever. I always think there's more here than meets the eye to life. There are more layers to life that we we won't know. We don't know. 
because we don't have the language or the capacity to understand. We don't know how many layers there are. We are living in this layer, but we're affected by all other layers of life. For example, gamma rays, x-rays. We didn't know they existed until they found they had they developed instruments to measure those layers to life but it still affected everyone that's how i believe that's my belief system that's why i think you know people who say god is a man on a cloud is a little they're a little bit arrogant to know that what do you think god is god you know what god is you know what i mean but i know at least I know that I don't know. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, but I do know that there are so many layers and who knows? Maybe, I don't know. Maybe, I know we're all connected. And I know that strange things happen because of that. And I've had some strange experiences in my life that you couldn't explain and I guess I would you know when I tell talk about it I'm like nah that couldn't have happened but well my friend was there with me of course it happened he saw it too or things like that right so yeah I just thought that was weird I was thinking about that that I remember that morning I had the dream I was making my coffee, and I thought, oh, I had a dream about a black cat last night. I wonder if I'll have a black cat one one day. Because I've never had a black cat. Just, I like orange cats. Had a lot of orange. All right, guys, 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 guys. What am I talking about? All right, patriarchal pat on the head. I'm thinking of, well, the capitalist pats on the head. Um, I'm talking about Tommy Lauren. Hey, Lori, thank you for your super chat. And Lori says, Oh my God, keep that cat. Keep the cat. Oh, Ray, I'm an atheist, but I still think you need to keep Ray. I know. I think I might. I think I might. My aunt was talking me out of it today. She was like, we'll find him a good home. We'll find him a good home. And I because I started crying when I it surprised me, really, when Debbie from the New York City Feral Cat Initiative texted me that text saying we will I'll see when the foster can take him. And I read it and I was I went and I started crying and I was like, not today. Please, not today. One more day with Ray. He's very cute. Wouldn't it be nice if we could just talk about the cats all the time and not worry about it? Not worry about fascism? Not worry about the end of the American experiment? God. So here's Tommy Lawrence today. She proves me right again. I, I, when am I going to be proven wrong with, by these freaks? I, it would be nice, really. I don't get any pleasure from this. 
She wrote, hold on, I'm trying to find her. That, hold on, I'm sorry, guys. I know, this is why we need patrons, so we can get a producer and blah, blah, blah. Lauren, I try to be cool about it and type and talk at the same time. It's not always easy. Um, yeah. Especially when you're talking about Ray. So, okay. You might have seen this tweet that she, that she tweeted. <laughs> tweeted. She's, ugh. Might as well carry a purse with that mask, Joe. Joe Biden tweets, wear a mask with a split screen of Twitter taking his mask off with COVID. He's got COVID. He's a super spreader. And she tweets, might as well carry a purse with that mask. And I said, thank you. Not that I needed you to prove me right, but you did once again. What do I say all the time? The Republican woman has to be a bigger misogynist than the Republican male. It's a given. They're all pining for the patriarchal pat on the head. And they think that if they are bigger misogynists than the men, than the Republican male, and the, therefore the Republican male will put them forward. Whenever they need something, whenever they need to talk about uh, destroying women's lives somehow, they'll call on Tommy Lauren as a prop or as a mouthpiece. But they, somebody like Tommy Lauren, she thinks that when she is denigrating women and hating herself, therefore, that's what it is. It's misogyny. Insulting? Well, you might as well carry a purse? What the fuck is wrong with you? You want to get real? First of all, women, do you want to talk about women? Women are, you know, men have, what do they have on women? They have stronger upper body strength. They have more muscle mass on their, on, on the top half of their bodies. That's about it. Women are actually more, um, they're, they're, they're built to last longer as far as physiologically. So women also, in fact, when in extreme conditions, that's why women have higher fat on their bodies. You can last. It's meant to make you, because you are, are able to produce children, it's meant for women to endure extreme conditions. Women are, you know, for example, so that's, that's a strength in itself being able to survive. And uh, women also have more connectors on connecting both halves of their brain, meaning that the left and right brain talks to each other in, in a way that doesn't, that, that, that uh, the male brain does not. And there are, there are reasons. There's... Uh, Speculation, of course, we won't ever really know, but 
It might be that Mother Nature put that in there, that why women are more um, adept at multitasking, like listening to two things at the same time. You Men can't really do that, according to, I don't know, maybe some men can, I'm sure, but they speculate that Mother Nature put that in women so we could hear, you know, a baby crying and uh you know as we were developing and uh the 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 saber-toothed tiger in the bush you know so it doesn't the point is everyone has strengths and weaknesses that's why we are an interdependent species it's not that one is better and one is not and it, somebody like Tommy Lauren to spread this shit? What do you mean? Might as well carry a purse with that mask. Because, he, oh, he's a woman for wearing a mask? And that's weak. I see. But only one bitch up there has COVID. Only one bitch is spreading it through every through the White House, the super spreader. In chief. How come no Democrats are getting COVID? It's all the Republicans. All of them. This this is not an accident. They can't keep their own goddamn house clean. They expect you to think that they can keep this country clean. That they're going to stop the coronavirus. They can't even stop it in the White House. Unbelievable. So people replied, so you must be talking about the guy with the comb over who dyes his hair, wears orange makeup, a girdle, and heel lifts? Yes. Trump is the least masculine president in history. You must be a parody account because... Your tweet is one of the most hilarious things I've ever heard. But even that response is if like, oh, that's a sick burn. Calling somebody a woman? I know that's misogyny in itself. Shit like that bothers me when, and I hate it. I hate when women say things like man up, you know. I say, say, uh, I try not to say balls, but I do. It only ha- because it has more impact somehow, as far as the word. Anyway, but I know I try to say spine, but it doesn't seem to have that, you know, oomph to it. Oh, it's sickening. But that's what they are. They prove me right. The Republican woman has to be the, a bigger misogynist than the Republican male. And misogyny in, in women is rampant. Of course it is. Throughout Western civilization, women only got, they only obtained value through their relationships with men. So women would be at each other's throats, which is one of the reasons why we would like to evolve. You know? Won't it be nice when we're living on a planet that isn't at each other's throats for such trivial bullshit? And what do you mean? 
He might as well be wearing a... A purse? With that mask? You fucking dumb bitch. Here's a, here's a dumb bitch who tweeted... Before she got to delete, people took screen grabs. We've showed them before. Summer school sucks. How old is how old is she, by the way? Let's see, Tommy Lauren. Age, she's twenty eight. She looks a lot younger, and she acts it. What does she have? What is her background? I'm 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 confused. Why would anybody listen to her? She doesn't know anything. Has she read a fucking book in her whole life? Oh, she wrote a book. She didn't write a book. She had a freaking ghostwriter write a book. She gets money from billionaire conservatives to spread bullshit. And she's full of shit, too. As we know, during one of these conservative, I don't know, she was on a panel somewhere, and it came out, this is a couple of years ago, when she was... Uh, I guess under the age of 26, it came out, she said, wherever it was on this panel, that she was on her parents' Obamacare plan. Because she was under the age of 26, so they had her on her parents. Well, oh, isn't that great? It's all good for you, bitch. They all like to use it. Oh, well, I, like they like their pre-existing conditions, protections. But what is her goddamn background? Let's see. She's got this whole... Look at this Wikipedia page. I want to puke. Look at this. Why does this bitch have a Wikipedia page like this? Born August 11th, 1992. That's the year my, my niece was born. And my niece is a good person, not a bitch. Like this, not a dumb bitch who would go up on Twitter. Why does she have so many followers? You know what I mean? This is why we're in the boat we're in. Because people like Tommy Lauren have millions of... Millions of Americans following her? Why? What does she have to offer? She hosted Tommy on The Blaze, where she gained notice for her, for, for her video segments called Final Thoughts. If only they were final. Really? Final. Final. Put a pin in those thoughts. For goddamn at last. Just final. Final thoughts. And then go away. And we'll we'll take uh, take over from here because liberals created America, while your right wing ancestors pine to be trickled upon by the king. And we're murdering indigenous people. We'll save it from the likes of you again. Trust me, we will, because liberals are the real patriots. And that's why you have to be a dumb bitch. Might as well wear a purse. Did you think that was funny? That's funny. What is funny about that? Hardy har har. Might as well wear a purse with that mask. Why? Because it's not. It's not strong. 
You got to be strong not to get the coronavirus? Except Twitler's a weak-ass bitch and who I hope is gasping for air as we speak. Oh, liberal talker hopes president, so-called president, gasps for air. you damn right. I save my sympathy for the ones he kills. What the hell? The New York Times described her as a rising media star. Why? Viral video. Oh, no. I thought they were linking to some of her viral videos. What? No wonder this country, if, if future generations, anthropologists, are digging up, uh, they're going through the, the old internet archives, and they're studying the last days of the American Republic. I want them to come across this show, please, and understand that we understood. The normal people of this country understood that Tommy Lauren, the likes of Tommy Lauren, are why we're in this boat to begin with where the dumbest people on the planet get well-funded by billionaires, well, they're not just dumb. They also have no integrity. So no matter what, it's about Tommy Lauren. She figured out that the money was in conservatism. Just like Sean Hannity said to Mike Malloy years ago, the money's in conservatism. You're still doing that liberal stuff? The money's in conservatism. They have no morals. They don't have any points of view that aren't paid for. And that's how republics die. Self-serving, self-interest, selfishness. Which is why we got to get those, you got to get money out of politics. You have to reduce the amount of the uh, the worst aspects of the human condition that can get its grip on our on our system you got to do that it makes sense take out you you're afraid that the government it's it's only working because they're trying to please their billionaire benefactors well remove the billionaire benefactors from the equation we have so much work to do. It's not even funny. That's why I, you know, I, I keep, whatever. The show, this show, others like it. This is the way we will push these bastards. We have to educate those who are reachable. So they get it. That, that the DLC Democratic Party, that, you know, okay, they're better. That's why I will vote I'm going to be voting for them, that's for sure. I am not. We got to stop this. We got to stop. We got to put out the flyer and then fire, not flyer, and rebuild, but build back better. What the fuck does that mean? Um, we'll, we have to push these bastards. This, who's going to speak the truth? And I don't care about speaking truth to power. That's a bullshit statement. Speaking truth to power. It annoys me. Because power has no interest in truth. 
There is no speaking truth to power. You can only speak truth to those who want to hear it. And that's what we're doing. And motivate them to join us on the right side of history. We stick together, we win, and they know that. That's why, you know, case in point, the most recent case in point, Nancy Pelosi and the rest of all of the, the House Democrats taking a knee. Or all of the other, the statues coming down and the, and the Southern governors finally seeing the light about the Confederate flag of losers and traitors. Oh, I didn't realize how painful it was. I, I, I have evolved. Well, funny how that happens when the American people will, uh, will not go home. Will not take no for an answer and press and press and press and don't listen when they say curfew at eight. That's what you got to do. Look at this. Lauren was suspended from the blaze in March 2017 after saying in an interview on The View that she believed a woman should have legal access to abortion. Well, that's how she she wasn't, uh, you know, she's not a rugged individual then. There's a rugged individual. When she was a rugged individual, she had to pay the price. That's the only reason they get kicked out. It's like Jeff Sessions. He gets, he gets sidelined, vilified, ridiculed ostracized by the Trump cult as much as he begs and pines for his oppressors? Why? Because he did and uh, he made an, uh, a move with integrity. He did something that he should have done according to the rules of democracy <laughs> and fairness. Whatever. Shortly thereafter, she began working for the Great America Alliance. Everything is America and great and red, white, and blue. Patriot this, patriot that, patriot, 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 patriot. It's like, shut the F up. You're not patriots. You're not patriots. That's why you got to say it so much. Patriot, 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 patriot. I'm a patriot. Patriot, patriot. What the? F why? How? How? How are you a patriot? When you're fine with your fellow Americans dying. How is that patriotic? When you're cool with the, uh, uh, the entire country being handed to a con man, an inept con man, who colludes with anti-foreign, anti-democratic foreign dictators. How are you a patriot? Patriot, pay, I'm a patriot. You're not patriotic. I hate to tell you, you're not. I'm sorry. You're like Donald Trump having to act like a man. How masculine he is while he's got his comb over and his lifts. He's not man enough to be the, the height that he is. You understand? He's not man enough to have a woman, to have a wife that is his age. 
He's not man enough. <sighs> Sickening. He's not man enough to say, I made a mistake. Boy, I made a mistake. I fucked up. I told you not to wear a mask. I didn't wear a mask. Now my entire house is a super spreader event. Everyone I come in contact with, they're going to, they're dropping like flies. Everyone's got the coronavirus. Well, they're not dropping yet, I guess. Now, Bill Barr, he's been exposed. And he's not, he's not uh, quarantining. You understand? That's because Republicans, what? Hate you. Me. Not just, oh, not because we're liberals. Not because we're normal people. They hate everybody. They hate this country. He's going to go out with his his disgusting breath and breathe his COVID droplets on everybody who he meets. He He's a carrier. He comes in contact with 19 people that have coronavirus. Oh, he's not going to self-quarantine. That's how it spreads, you unpatriotic bastards. That's why we're in the boat we're in. But what did Twitler do? The minute he flew his orange ass and gasped his way up the friggin' steps, he had took off his mask, he, he filmed a propaganda video to tell everybody, hey, don't worry about it. Ain't no biggie. Don't let it affect your lives. Yeah, go about your business. It's no biggie, like me. Look at me. I had coronavirus two days ago. Now I'm great. I'd never felt better in my life. I never felt that. I, he has, he's guaranteed more death and more destruction, of course. That's the Republican agenda, right there in a nutshell. That's what you get. And you know what, guys? Even when I'm saying this right now, that's what you get when you vote for Republicans. Why doesn't the, the Democratic Party say that? Why doesn't Joe Biden say that? Say, you know what? I hate to say this, ladies and gentlemen, but as you can see by recorded American history, the Republicans have crashed the economy three times in a hundred years. They have never done a single thing to help the working class of this country. In fact, quite the opposite. They have dragged this country into illegal wars based on lies. They have turned, helped turn this country from the most to the least upwardly mobile. I know the Democrats, you know, could do better. But I want to tell you that you have a choice. You want to have a country that works for some, or you want to have a country that works for all. Why are the Democrats doing the favor of the Republicans? 
telling the the Republicans that the well telling the American people we need a Republican party uh, that's done so much good for America. The Democrats really are part of the problem with this pathological need to va- validate the death cult. Yeah, yeah, I shouldn't have said he was a clown. I should have said this is a clown operation or this is a clown, I don't remember exactly about the debate. I should not have said he's a clown. That was wrong of me. What? How about he's a clown? Look at this, ladies and gentlemen. Look at this. Look at how he behaves. This is a disgrace. You want this? You want a disgrace? You want a vote? What do you mean? The um, the American people need the America needs the Republican Party that has done so much good for this country. That's what Nancy Pelosi said. And um, I I'm sorry. I'm I'm putting that in my evergreen file list to refer to again and again and again because that just says it all. The American America needs Republicans who have done so much good. What? You have, would you have, find me a clip of Democrat of uh, Republicans saying that about Democrats? I'll wait. It's you won't find it. So, well, to get back to Tommy Lauren. The 12 ways, this is from Psychology Today, the 12 ways to spot a female misogynist. One, the misogynist Puritan takes the ideal woman to be domestic, subservient, nurturing, kind, mild-tempered, alluring, youthful, and sexually pure prior to marriage. She has adopted this feminine ideal from her misogynistic husband, family, or acquaintances. She takes herself to be pretty darn, darn close to that feminine ideal. She is subservient, always standing behind her man as a solid pillar of support. And that's, you know, that's Tommy Lauren. You could put these Republican women out front like Sarah Palin and whatnot, but tell me that of course they are. They, they're out there to stand behind the, the patriarchy. Standing by their man, they're sta- they're standing by the entire system, and they are giving the permission to the rest of the females. They're telling the others, the their other in the cult, how they should behave. What is the ideal woman like? That 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 bitch on my Facebook feed. Remember, we went through her, uh, Natasha. I I I have to tell you guys, how many days? It's over. It's like a week now since. And for those who don't know, I posted something about, after the debate, I said, you know, uh, I said something about Trump Z's being part of the problem. This is paraphrasing. And you don't like it, you know, we have to vote these fascists out of office and you don't like what I'm saying. There's the defriend button. And most people are like, here, here, blah, blah, blah. And Natasha Asa was a Trump anti and 
hence began a back and forth that that is still going on today. I've I've kind of backed up and like, all right, I'm done with this bitch. But other people, <laughs> she's still on there arguing with other people. It's every single day, and I know because I keep getting uh, I keep getting the the notification where it's like so-and-so has responded to Natasha Asa's comment. Right, right here. Michael, my friend Michael, has replied to Natasha Asa's comment six hours ago. <laughs> it, it keeps going on. Unreal. So people are responding. And she can't help herself. So that, but the reason I brought her up again is because she was exactly what that misogynist description, the female misogynist, um, that's what she was saying. Her ideal life. I'm trying to find it. Wait. Natasha Asa. So appropriate. Where is there's so many comments? It's insane. <laughs> oh, this the Republicans. What are you gonna do? Let me see. Uh, the thing that she was saying is, uh, you know, it's simple. Her life is, here's the the way it should be. I don't, I don't rely on any politician. I'm, uh, I did it all myself. What the fuck is it? That's why I wish somebody would goddamn become a patron. Like the patrons who became a patron tonight, like Byron and Jazz HD One. So we could have somebody doing the, the searching while I'm doing the ass kicking. Marry for life. I, I'm just trying to find them. I mean, now every timing is everything. So, marry for life. That was one of the things she said that was essential for a success in her life. Marry for life. Oh well, fuck it, Shannon. If you find it, you can find it. Mm mm mm. Sorry for a beep, 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 beep. Too many comments. You know why? There's like 500 comments on this thread. Thank you, Errol Thomas, for your super chat. Thank you, Terry Taylor, for your super chat. And for Earth and Lori and Shannon and Shannon again. And Byron, thank you. And also, patron. For Earth and Jim, thank you. Anyway, the point is... Natasha Asa, basically, she laid out what she thinks is the perfect life. 
And if anybody, if anybody doesn't have that perfect life, then, oh, here it is. See? All right. I have never relied on any politician to help me. Quite different from the Democrat base. I try to practice common sense conservatism, which that's uh, sort of like an uh, oxymoron for a moron, which is trying to survive on your own wits. Trying to survive on your own wits. What, what wits? Following a con man over a cliff? If you're surviving on your own wits, you don't sign up for Trump University after it's, it, it's been exposed as a scam. You don't give somebody your vote because he played a successful businessman on reality TV. A, a tax cheating, draft dodging, serial bankrupt. But you saw him on TV. Really? I saw, you know what else I saw on TV? I saw somebody flying with a cape. You don't see me jumping out the window. I saw a lot of shit on TV. I saw them go to Mars on TV. They already been there, Mars. Uh, I saw dinosaurs and human beings were living together, fighting. There was a whole island of dinosaurs. It was crazy. I saw that on TV. I saw a lot of shit. You, would, you wouldn't believe what goes on on this earth. It's like bots. They're like uh, transforming bots. They more than meets the eye. They turn into automobiles, all different kinds of cool automobiles. And then they turn into m machines that have different personalities. It's so weird. I saw that on TV, though. Oh, God. Um, she says, try quite different from the Democrat base. I try to practice common sense conservatism, which is trying to survive on your own wits. Oh, ain't that great. And you're, you're not in liberal land? What are you doing here? With all of us takers holding you back from your bootstraps without blaming other cultures, religions, or indeed skin color, says the bitch who a couple of comments up went talking about Trump saying blacks don't like him. Well, they have the right to loot, don't they? That's the one who doesn't blame other skin colors, right? I mean, look in the mirror. These people are pathological. There is denial, and then there's pathology. Denial? When you're in denial, is you can't be in denial. When the whole world is saying, you're a racist. You're a racist. It comes down to racism. That's what I say on the show all the time. Look at yourselves. Look at yourself. Just do it, please. Get help before you spend your limited lifespan, the, the finite amount of time you have on the planet, before you spend, waste that time 
being a racist dupe. Get help. Change. Be free. Be really free. Be a rugged individual. Be free. Be free of that that baggage that you're carrying for your oppressors. You're not carrying it for yourself. You're carrying it for them. And you're saying, please, please, put more on my back. I'll carry it. Marry for life. Bring up children in a wedlock. In a wedlock. Is that like a headlock? In a wedlock. Bring up children in a wedlock. In a wedlock. Is that like a hemlock? <laughs> Bring up children in a wedlock. I know she's... she. It's just a typo, but... Let me see. Hold on, hold on. I'm just looking something up. That I want to get to. Okay. Um... Without blaming other cultures, religions, or indeed skin color, except the blacks who loot. Who are free to loot. You know, the usual. <laughs> She's being sarcastic. Yeah, finish high school. Yeah, uh, go on to college. Yeah, it's all just laid out so perfectly. Marry for life. Bring up children in a wedlock and to give them a better chance in life. Well, I guess she hasn't gotten the memo that the United States is now the least upwardly mobile. And that if you are born poor in the United States, you're more likely to stay poor than in any other Western democracy. That used to be the exact opposite, by the way. When I was born, that's... When it was the exact opposite, you know, the, when the New Deal was in full effect, the remnants uh, are now we're hanging by a thread. Th and it's, again, this woman, she's proving me right again, because I always say that Republicans, they they always long for a time in American history. That's what all, all this bullshit is about, that... First of all, their policies destroyed. Go to college, finish high school, go to college. Go to college and come out as an indentured servant to the banks. You used to be able to go to college for free in this country. A very decent college, UCLA, you know, good colleges too. So until Ronald Reagan, they started... He said, he literally said, why would I want to pay for young people to go to college if they're going to come out and protest my policies? That's what it's all about. And now we get from that to Romney, Mitt Romney saying, he's let letting it slip out when, when youth, young people spoke to him about college and the problems with being an indentured servant to the banks, like what kind of civilization that is worthy, that, that wants to survive as a free democratic republic, what kind of free civilization sends an entire generation, generations, 
that sets generations up as indentured servants to banks. That's what you are. When you come out of college with uh, loans, hundreds of thousands of dollars in debt, that's not setting us up for success. That makes you a serf, an indentured servant to the banks. And then you stay stuck. And the rich get richer, and that's what they want. You could try. Try to join them in their 1%. You know, they said, like this bitch says, marry for life, go to college. That's the bargain that you, that they would, they told you. You, isn't that the American dream? Yeah, that's the so-called, you know, the grand bargain. Remember the grand bargain with Obama? We put social security on the table, the grand bargain. Why don't we have a grand bargain that, yeah, finally, if you work hard and play by the rules, that you too, we can all have a decent middle-class life because that's why, you know, that's our calling card. That's what makes the country great. You look around, you say, wow, look at this country. Look how happy people are. They go to college, they can go to the doctor, they can have a day off. They can have. They can retire after the, when they're old. They can re- just sit back and enjoy what life they have left without being an indentured servant to anybody. Because that's what we did here in the country. We're free. E pluribus unum and all that. We're in this together. And we look at those... Uh, the ingredients of success, we look to our happy populace as what as the as the very ingredient of greatness. See how good it, it is to have a constitutionally limited democratic republic. Look, everybody, look how good it is. You got to work really hard to be homeless or on a food line here if you if you're on a food line it's because you want to be on a food line in that case because here in the in the united states where we're free where we can all have a decent middle class life and you know that's the american dream we are we understand that we're in this together and we we set up a society that functions so we all pay our taxes. The rich pay a little bit more. It's progressive taxation. As FDR said, that's the only American way. As Teddy Roosevelt said, tax the bloated fortunes so they don't threaten government itself. And we do that here in the functioning United States. And when you put all that in the you know, on the in the kitty, we all put it in the kitty, and then it gets distributed in a way that benefits all, not just the one percent. We don't f- take that kitty and funnel it to the top, and stand here begging for a trickle. That's the system, the founders rebelled against. Sons of bitches. Not you guys, Tommy Lauren and this dumb, dumb. You know, 
They're living in the past. You understand that their policies destroyed. The only reason they they really think that this is um that it's I don't know what they think. They think that it's the same as it was in the in the great prosperity. That's how stupid they are. And if you're not taking if you're not uh living the American dream, it's because you somehow failed. Not the system. It's not that 80% are living check to check, can't save $400, one-third can't retire. I mean, all of this is appalling. The middle class is now below 50% of the population. It's not that. It's that you failed, not the system. When all of this happened, when? After Reaganomics, they knew it. They did this to us deliberately. They shifted the whole game. You know why? Because the working class was getting too uppity. Too damn uppity for the same big moneyed interests that have always threatened a free democratic system. That's for sure. The big moneyed interests. It's never enough for them. Your hard work, it's never enough. They don't want to pay you. You're an, you're an inconvenience. It's not about a fair share of the profits that your labor makes possible. No, 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 no. They want it all. Oh, it's my company. Well, you don't do it alone. You don't, you never, nobody does it alone. Jeff Bezos isn't out there delivering everything on his own. So what? He made a bookstore online. Does that mean he gets to be a trillionaire? In a country when, I mean, great. If that's, if that, if you're a trillionaire and it doesn't threaten the democratic society, great. But the fact is it does. And it causes our system to become the same system that the founders rebelled against. So, therefore, you have, you're nullifying, you're spitting on the grave of everybody who ever died for this country. So, we can't allow that to happen. It's not, a, that's not democracy. So, I'm sorry, you will have to be taxed. At a high marginal tax rate. Okay, we'll go back to Eisenhower's rate of 90%. Oh, you'll still be rich. You'll be fine. You're more, more than fine. You could probably still go to Mars. And I and frankly, you can't get there quick enough for me. But that's only if, that, that's only if we wake up. We we got people like this posting this bullshit and nobody's challenging it. But we challenge it. Post buy a home. Pay down the mortgage faster if you can spare some change. Yeah, well, you can't wait, save $400. 80 percent are living check to check, dummy, in the system that 
Ronald Reagan trickled on us and told us it was raining, and Clinton Clinton Omix put the nail in the coffin. The fantasy land they live in. Like the fantasy, everything's a fantasy. Like the fantasy that they're patriots. Like the fantasy that they're strong. Why doesn't Joe Biden talk like this and say, it's it's so obvious. Say, he's not strong, he's weak. He's a clown. Of course he is. I'm not apologizing for calling him the clown. We're up against an existential threat to the system that so many fought, bled, and died to entrust to us. I am not going to apologize for that, for fighting, like our lives depend upon it because it does. I will not apologize. Why doesn't he talk like that? Like he has the moral high ground that he does. Instead, he's like, I'm sorry. I shouldn't have said that. I shouldn't have called the president, the whole, you know, the president of the United States. The one who won. Who won? He won. Regardless if he received fewer votes, he won. He's our commander-in-chief. I'm sorry that I called him a clown when he was acting like a clown, when he wipes his ass with the Constitution and is a hindrance to progress, to anything that ever could or would make America great. I'm sorry for what? What are you sorry for? Jesus, Mary and, and Ray. God damn it. What else did she say? Yeah. Pay down the mortgage faster. Tell me how many people pay down their mortgage now. That you that that was a quaint that's a quaint old canard you got there. My father paid down the mortgage. You know how much they spent for the house? They bought the house. It was like thirty thousand dollars back in nineteen seventy. And on a garbage man sal and a and a post office workers and a postal worker's salary, they they paid it off. That's because it wasn't. Now what? It's the rich man's game now. Real estate, pay down your mortgage if you can spare the change in between what? Your rent, your... Now we, we live in a renting world. All of the rich, they're buying up all the properties and you're the serf living in the Lord's manner. Thank you, my Lord. You can accumulate wealth. Thank you, my Lord. Trickle, trickle, trickle. Can I have a trickle? Not even enough to quench my thirst, but please trickle. Let's see, how many? Pay off mortgage. Forty percent of homes are free and clear in twenty nineteen. Well, that's good. More American households are owning their homes free and clear. 
That's good. Baby boomers, who are 55 to 69, comprise about 33% of all homeowners. Well, I mean, they're baby... They're, they're the ones that benefited from the New Deal, so... I don't know. That's the New Deal that the Republicans destroyed and are destroying. Let me see. Hmm. According to a recent survey by Freddie Mac, 82% of renters now say that renting is more affordable than home ownership. That's up 15 points from last year and an all-time high. Yeah, exactly. I don't know. And what else? Let's see. Uh, send kids to college. Two. She says, two with semicolon. Retire without being a public charge. Except for that Socialist Security and Socialist Medicare. Oh, I paid my taxes into that. Thanks to liberals, bitch. Not because somebody was, hey, let's, uh, what are we going to do about all these homeless people? Sleeping on the Bowery. What are we going to do about the fact that the elderly, that the number one cause of death for the elderly in this country is hypothermia, I can't talk, hypothermia and malnutrition? What are we going to do? You think uh, J.P. Morgan and the rest of the robber barons were st uh, getting together to discuss that? No, they were getting together to discuss how are we going to overthrow FDR in a coup? Oh, yeah. They enlisted Smedley Butler. They tried to get Smedley Butler to lead a coup against FDR to overthrow a democratically elected, in a landslide, president. And the reason it never came to fruition, never happened, was because... Smedley Butler blew the whistle on them. He went to the to the Senate and exposed it. And in open Senate hearing, he exposed it. And you know what happened? The, who was it? It's called the business plot. They started um, a fake news drive. Oh, <laughs> Smedley Butler says we went to we wanted to overthrow us we wanted to overthrow the government <laughs> oh he's nuts cuckoo 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 except Smedley Butler is the most decorated marine in American history I don't know I mean he's he has integrity. That's for sure. <laughs> Unreal. The plot against the president. Oh, God. Here, here. 
in uh, when the bankers plotted to overthrow FDR. This is from NPR. It was a dangerous time in America. The economy was staggering, unemployment was rampant, and a banking crisis threatened the entire monetary system. The newly elected president pursued an ambitious legislative program aimed at easing some of the troubles, but he faced vitriolic opposition from both sides of the political spectrum. This is despotism. This is tyranny. This is an annihilation of liberty. Sound familiar? One senator wrote to a colleague, they're talking about socialist security. You get it? This is despotism. This is tyranny. It's annihilation of liberty. Same shit, different day. The ordinary American is thus reduced to a status of a robot. The president has not merely signed the death warrant of capitalism. I wish but has ordained the mutilation of the Constitution. Unless the Friends of Liberty, regardless of party, band together to regain their lost freedom from Social Security and unemployment insurance. You know, all of the things that the dum-dums, the conservatives, like this dumb bitch, think all of a sudden, came about through fairies and magical dust trickling from above out of the overflowing pockets of our betters. Thank you, my lord. Thank you for the trickle. I wanted a drink. I needed a glass, but you gave me a trickle, and I made it into a banquet my trickle in my mind it was a banquet but it was it was really a crumb and you said but you said it was a banquet but i and i believed it cuz i i'm a republican dum dum i i pine for my oppressors damn it like a battered spouse pining for an abuser that's me Republican, maybe one day you will meet me for a beer. And then you could trickle on me in person. And I will say, this is freedom. Capitalism, maybe one day I'll be a billionaire. Like you, I'll just work really hard and never sleep. And I'll drive my Uber and I'll do my DoorDash and I'll do my first job and I'll do my side hustle and I'll do my that's the American dream right now is it the American dream or am I sounds more like a nightmare and the whole world looks at us like duh what's wrong with you dumb dumbs you guys are dumb stupid idiots great great country great country you got there <laughs> they laugh at us and they laugh and they laugh (laughs) these words could be ripped from today's headlines in fact author Sally Denton tells the weekend this is uh, an intro to an NPR article or 
podcast that on all things considered, she came to uh, talk about her book called The Plots Against the President, which I haven't read. So where else? Where is she? Where is she? No reason. Wait, 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 wait. Retire without being a public charge. And the reason we have socialist security is because, you know, when you're living check to check, it was it's really hard for people to save for retirement because, you know, especially when you're working in one of, uh, back in the day, when you had to work every single day, you know, 20-hour days, 16-hour days were given. Your lifespan was not that, like, you know, when you were working in one of Carnegie's steel, steel, steel mills, I think their life expectancy was like 52. But you were nothing. Oh, well. It might as well be the slaves building the pyramids. Ow. Something in my... All right. Here, wait, wait, wait. Retire without being a public charge. Simple enough. Available to anyone in America. Sure it is, bitch. That's why the American people are living check to check. Is that... Are you saying that we're all a bunch of dum-dums, except 40 years ago, we were the most upwardly mobile. Now we're the least. So I guess what happened in between? We all got lazy? Hanging around in the social safety net hammock that doesn't exist. No reason not to take advantage of it. Unless, of course, you become Democrat-dependent voter and dream of others to pay your bills. You see how stupid she is? She's been caught in the Fox News viewer victim trap. Where they they tell her, you know, all your problems are brown people coming to take what you, you worked on. You, 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 shut up. You, like you're some kind of superhero? Well, according to themselves, of appropriate ling language, I just use superhero. That's how they look on their dim Fuhrer, their dumb leader. As a superhero, let me show you some. We're going to look at, where is it? Thank you, Jim. Did I say thank you? For your super chat. Thank you, Stephen Lee, for your super chat. Thank you, Errol, for your super chat. Errol says, Errol Thomas says, Biden-Harris 2020. Yes, stop the bleeding. That should be their their slogan. Stop the bleeding. Terry Taylor for Earth, saying keep the damn cat. Lori Cleethan, thank you so much for your generous super chat. And Shannon, thank you. Byron Buckley, thank you so much for and for Earth again. And Jim again. Thank you all. All right, let me find this thing. Let me find... Where's Ray when you need him? Ray. 
I love Ray. It will be a pain in the ass because, you know, you got to introduce them slowly. It takes a long time. And hope they get along eventually. I'm sure they will. Oh, look at me. I'm speaking in... Look at how I'm speaking in a definite... I'm sure they will. I don't know. Um, I'll have to... I really have to think about this. Let's see what happens when I see him tonight. Little Ray. He's so good. He's the goodest, goodest cat. He's the goodest of cats. I never had a cat like that. I don't have him yet, but... So sweet. Really, I'm not kidding. Tara Jr. Jr. was sweet. He was. But he is... It's beyond. He doesn't squirm. He... Cats don't often do this. He comes to you for comfort, which is odd. Because he doesn't... He's only been on the off the streets for 48 hours now. So it's odd for him to want to cuddle up with you. You know, he came out and he was like, right up, you know what I mean? And not squirming and I was just trying to comfort him. Oh boy, this is crazy. Yeah, Ray. Oh, Ray, what are you going to do? What am I going to do with you? I'll think about this. I have to talk to you guys later about this. All right. So we saw that Twitler came home from the hospital. He bullied his way home. Oh, wait, is my camera out of focus again? What is going on? I look better that way, but... Not really. Where's my cats? Tara Jr.'s over there. Francis. Francis is in his bed over there. So, Twitler came home, and it was interesting, because he immediately started the propaganda video. You could see him struggling for air. It's all full of shit. That's the Republican plan for coronavirus. Lie. Convince everybody that there is no pandemic and get back to work. And that's what he said. Don't worry about it. It's not a big deal. What, what are you stressing out about the coronavirus? Don't be afraid of COVID. But he spits in the face of everyone who died of the coronavirus. What do you mean? Don't be afraid of COVID. Don't. What? Don't worry about it. You'll beat it. If you're strong. So all the other people who didn't beat it. Well, I guess they're losers. Losers and suckers. And Twitler. He's just too strong to be knocked over by a virus. The tiniest of creatures. So tiny, you can't see it on a microscope. That's why you have to test in a certain way. It's not that you can't just 
look at it. You got to get special instruments. It's so tiny. And he, right out of the pages of any dictatorship you've ever seen. Oh, there he is. What are you doing? You know who's coming over here right now. My, f my good friend. Come on. You coming up? You coming up? Come on. Come on. All right, good. Better. Tara Jr. Jr., everybody. <laughs> My good boy. There's, there he is. This is number one himself. All right. So, according to different articles, the, the watching Fox News was lo like watching the uh, North Korea feed. Let me see. Where is it? Oh, yeah. Media Matters. They compiled a bunch of shots. So, let's watch some. Let me ask you this. You've been talking about how the president, you know, he, he wants to get back as soon as possible. Uh, he, he's been compared to the Energizer Bunny before. He goes hard. He's the Energizer Bunny. He's the Energizer Bunny, man. The guy just keeps going and going and going. The guy is absolutely incredible. He's the Energizer Bunny. He is, what is the this? Energizer Bunny. I'm Shut the F up. Oh, he may whack off like the Energizer Bunny, but... Here's the Energizer Bunny. He is? He's a lumbering old dotard. They should be embarrassed. Don't they get embarrassed? That's what I think when I watch. I'm like, this is embarrassing. I'm embarrassed for them. You know, right? When you see something like this and you cringe you ever get embarrassed for people i do i'm embarrassed for them thinking that they're americans that they're patriotic with this kind of smoke up the ass and all right remember let's play the game what if obama would they what would they do if democrats went off like this on Obama saying, we, it would never happen. He's the Energizer Bunny. He's the Energizer Bunny. He's, a, he's amazing. The man is a machine. He's a... M Matt Getz actually tweeted pathetically, I don't think that I will ever love another president again. Yeah. He, he tweeted that. I don't think I'll ever love another president. What? You, you said that with a straight face? I thought I was reading a parody account. And how, what do you get in return for that? Right? I mean, you certainly don't have your dignity anymore. What price is your dignity? And then people vote for him? 
someone the, the they'll go to the voting booth and they will they'll check his name off this guy this what a, a an absolute where do these people come from an absolute sycophant what is this look going look. in and they sent their police to do it wait 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 I don't know why you're not seeing that We never even had to go in, but we can solve those problems in a matter of literally minutes. Yes, of course. It's like a dream, like the coronavirus. Thank you. Can you hear what they're chanting? What's that? What's that gesture under his eyes? He's pretending to wipe is that supposed to be wipe tears no that's not the wipe tear gesture or is that you forgot to put the orange around the eyes you look like an orange raccoon don't say that i'll start to cry and that wouldn't be good for my image you cry you just suck it up like a narcissistic sponge that's what you need your narcissistic supply when he first started having the rallies after he started squatting in the White House despite receiving fewer votes, the media at first was appalled. They were like, never before in American history did a president continue rallying with his Nuremberg rallies after an election. It's usually a time to unify. Oh, another norm violated. From then there on, it's been downhill. It's been downhill for a long time before that, but it's downhill. And they just, now it's normal. They don't even report every time there's a rally. Oh, well, we know how the president likes his rallies. They really energize him. He likes getting with his, shut up. Report it as the danger to democracy that it is. He's a con man, he's a sociopath, and that's his narcissistic supply. It is right out of a freaking Nazi playbook. It's not unifying this country. They should they should vilify it. But whatever. If I run if I if only somebody would listen to me. We don't want to you don't want to see me cry. I'll start to cry. You know, one of the fake news broadcasters, uh, because this... Well, shut up. What a victim. We love you. Don't say that. I'll start to cry. And that would... Oh, God, whatever. Shut up. Don't say that. I'll start to cry. I will never love another president again. Look at Matt Getz. That's a real haircut, everyone. He's not trying to be funny. He's not playing uh, the uh, 50s gangster or something. I don't know. What is that face? Is this a joke? Is this whole thing a joke that I'm looking at? Am I living in a 
in an experiment, a science experiment. Maybe aliens, they wanted to see how we would react. So they set this up, this whole elaborate experiment. Maybe, 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 I'm grasping at straws. I mean, this is a man of boundless energy, boundless enthusiasm. This is Mike Wallace. I mean, he is bounding with energy. <laughs> Top of his game. I've never seen him more energized. What is this shit? Where are they getting this from? They have to... It's not a coincidence. Why are they using the same words? I feel confident uh, knowing the president's health firsthand that he's in great health and uh, the fact that he doesn't have a lot of these comorbidities or any of these comorbidities. He doesn't? Speak of. Look at how strong this guy is. We were saying about the president. Looking at President Trump. I think a lot of people who really look up to President Trump could be inspired by him overcoming this at 74 and being overweight. When you're given lemons, make lemonade. And and the irony is, is that he may be more focused and disciplined. America will overcome just as... For, yeah, when I'm gasping for breath, it always makes me more focused and disciplined. When I can't breathe. And when I'm on drugs that make me psychotic. You make sure... With him, you know, when he's psychotic, he's at his best. That's why America, that's why they voted for him. You know, the American people, so-called, voted for him in lesser numbers, but that's why they voted for him. They didn't vote for the regular politician. They needed a psychopath. Yeah, but to break some norms. He is overcoming this illness. On the brink of a world war, Franklin Delano Roosevelt oh God. proclaiming, we have nothing to fear but fear itself. The great Winston Churchill echoed this fearless call to action, a powerful address, victory at all costs, victory in spite of all terror. Joe Biden has barely gotten out of his house, it feels like, in the last six months. And Donald Trump has lived. Yeah, that's why he doesn't okay, have and, coronavirus. And he, he rolled the dice. And, <laughs> and his whole campaign off. doesn't he have coronavirus. coronavirus. But guess what? It's not that dangerous, and it looks like he's going to be fine. It's about a 99% well, chance they're going to live. And in Donald Trump's case, and in his age cohort, 95 96%. With his energy level, uh, with his animal spirits, uh, I expect it's even higher. This is a person who is a fighter. Animal who, spirits! No how hard he... Animal spirits! He's got animal spirits! Look, it reminds me of this. His father and the country's founder, Kim Il-sung. People wailed and screamed and beat their chests as the cars passed by. Lamentations were loud as the cars circled the square twice in their first pass around the city center. The day's public events wrapped up back at the palace where the... Where's the raw footage of this? That's what will happen if he dies. This is them outside the... What do you call it? Outside the hospital. This is the Trump Banzies outside the hospital. All she needs is a red hat. For those on the podcast, these are footage. It's footage of North Korean funeral for Kim Jong Il, where everyone is crying and 
fainting, hysterically, mass mourning. That's not, where's the crying? More subdued here. Well, that's all the, that's the Republican Senate right there bowing. people like what the hell <laughs> this lady I hope she got help what the F well that's them that's the Republicans he gets hit no matter what he gets hit with he keeps coming back and usually stronger this is your leader oh here look what God. he has come out of today as a strong leader meaning he oh he fought through this and now he's back ready to leave uh, he did come back he is back uh, and that's very very important and let's remember that this is our president i know a lot of people don't like him this is our president uh, he got this dag oh, thing you that's think horrible a thing. lot of people and don't I very like much him liked his comment i think he has a even greater understanding up, you lying. of the virus its impact um, how it affects people in times of great hardship you must fight for survival and that is exactly wow. what the president has done during this country's battle against covid-19 even though he's a 7 year old 74 year old man Seven. who's You're mildly right. overweight Seven-year-old, you're right. Unbelievable. This is from Media Matters. This conflation of the president's personal fight with the virus and the nation's struggle with it is a standard trope in the genre of authoritarian politics that Trump practices. As the Washington Post Greg Sargent has noted. It also demonstrates the dangerous power of the Trump Fox feedback loop as the network encourages Trump to follow through on his worst impulses. By Tuesday morning, the president had reverted all the way back to his Fox fueled lie from March that the coronavirus was no worse than the flu. Meanwhile, what? What is Joe Biden doing? He pulled the, let's, now's the time to come together. No! Now's the time to point out what happens when you have a con man. Point it out. When you have a con man as a standard bearer, a con man who receives fewer votes, who mocks the pandemic, who does nothing for the American people to stop a pandemic. And then lies about it. That is a bullshit artist, like every other uh, autocrat. I mean, they know what he's doing. They know what he is. And they say it now and then. That's why it annoys me that they go right back to pretending he, ha he has any business being in the White House, which he doesn't. Stop acting like it. Stop calling him Mr. President. Stop saying 
you know, giving mixed messages. Is he unfit? He's an unfit autocrat that's in league with Putin? Or is he Mr. President? Is he the existential threat to the country? The most dangerous, most inept president in American history? Or is he our leader that we got to rally around because he gave himself coronavirus? He's like that kid in A Christmas Story who licked the pole. And we're all supposed to be like the North Koreans. I'm stuck while he's on the pole. Uh, uh, I'm stuck. I'm not stuck. Actually, that's what he was saying. I'm not stuck. I've never been better. What are they going to do when they start dropping like flies? Some Someone is not getting out okay. Okay. How many of these right-wingers? Oh, yeah. Here's another article. How many of these right-wingers have coronavirus now? It's Not all of them are going to have a smooth experience. So, inside New Jersey, that's where this is from. Jersey physician says Trump parade was like spitting on her father's grave. Dr. Christy Purnell, once a candidate for office as an advocate for school children in Newark, who works as a physician at the University Hospital in Newark, condemned coronavirus-positive President Donald Trump's parade outside Walter Reed. It was like spitting on my father's grave, said the medical doctor from Montclair, who lost her father to COVID-19 and whose family is still fighting the coronavirus. It was like a punch in the gut to my sister who is still struggling to recover, Purnell said. It was just disrespectful to the 210,000-plus brave patriotic Americans who lost their lives because of recklessness coming out of the White House. Purnell made her statements to CNN. Trump announced Friday, the, mor- uh, the Friday morning, that he had tested positive for COVID-19 and spent the weekend receiving treatment at Walter Reed. Yesterday, he masked up with Secret Service agents and drove around the hospital to wave at supporters. Purnell was offended. We have a leader, Pooey, who has failed to lead, and I ask... And, and asked us to engage in political theater, said the medical doctor. It's really unfortunate that those around him are impervious to those lies. Who are, who are able to stand up and say enough is enough? Among those who received a, posi- a positive, a positive COVID-19 test was former Governor Chris Christie, subsequently hospitalized with the virus. Oh, well. Tom Moran reported today that Christie was feisty 
in a phone conversation. Shut up, you freaking North Korean disgraces. You make me want to vomit. He's feisty. They're all fighting. They're feisty. Anybody else who dies, I guess you're just, eh, you got nothing. You were going to die anyway. Right? You didn't have a good immune system. You weren't on, you didn't take hydroxychloroquine or bleach. You weren't strong enough. Right? It must be. Hats off to the young. You weren't young. I mean, hardly anybody young dies. We now know the disease. We didn't know it. Now we know it. It affects elderly people, elderly people with heart problems and other problems. Yeah, they, they had have- problems. All the problems. They should have been dead anyway. They're not contributors. They're takers. They got problems. They're not strong like us in the master race. The superhuman, superhero, super glued out, super duper dupers. Like the super duper weapons. We're like super duper missiles. Super duper. We're like the super duper dupers. We have the, uh, I call it the super duper missiles, like at a level that nobody's ever seen. It's uh, hydrosonic. I call it super duper because super duper is easier for people to understand than hydrosonic. So, don't you want to fucking strangle him? Super duper. We got super duper weapons like nobody's ever seen. Super duper. We have the, uh, I call it the super duper missiles. I call it the super dupers. Nobody's ever seen. It's uh, hydrosonic. I call it super duper. I call it super duper. For people to understand that hydrosonic. They call it super duper. Yeah. They call it super duper. Yeah. They call it super duper. I call it super duper because it's super duper. It's super duper 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 duper. Because I don't. I have a very limited vocabulary. And I heard super duper one time. Super duper is good for branding. Super duper duper. I could say super duper. It's a super duper hydro. You wouldn't even believe all the weapons we have. What a super duper duper. It's like like nobody's ever seen. It's very, very super duper. It's super duper, very super. It's very super. It's very duper. You wouldn't believe it. Except the fake news would tell you all about it if they weren't fake. We're super duper. They just don't like our country. This is terrible for our country. Everything that's true is terrible for our country. And they're coming after me with all kinds of fake news, fake this, fake that. It's just not super duper. That's not super duper. You just got to be strong. What's, I mean, what's 210,000? Who cares? Nobody young. Nobody that was healthy. They weren't contributing. They weren't doing anything. They were taking. Taking, taking, taking. They couldn't pay taxes. You know, like uh, Natasha Asa says. 
They couldn't retire without being uh, a drain on the state. God, they didn't spend their life, they didn't plan it out. Did they go to school, go to high school, go to college, marry for life? They didn't do any of that. Or some of them, they did some of that. But, you know, life has a funny way of getting in the effing way of your fantasies. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Fox News, Sean Hannity, compared Trump's actions amid the coronavirus crisis to the behavior of leaders like Franklin Roosevelt and Winston Churchill. Someone has to stop them. That's why Joe Biden, come on! Oh my God. I'm undecided. I'm just undecided. What are you going to do? I'm undecided. Talking, wait, Hannity asked if people wanted a leader who's willing to fight every minute of every day. Like Kim Jong-un or Kim Jong-un or King Jong-ying. Or Mohammed bin Salman or Putin. Strong like Putin. Who never shows weakness. Next will be riding around shirtless on a horse. Why not? Without a mask, riding into a super spreader rally on a horse with shirtless. That's what the kind of leader we want. And you know what Fox News would say? Look how strong he is. Those aren't bulbous folds on his skin. That's not the skin of a 72-year-old with an atrocious diet. That's, uh, those are um, muscles. He's the fittest, that most strongest, bestest, most super-duperest, very, very super-duper like nobody's ever seen. Well, I, I mean, we're only fair and balanced over here. Not like the fake news who don't ever point out how amazing Trump's physique is. In fact, they say things like he's obese. How is that? How is that allowed? It's very detrimental. Well, that's a big word. It's very bad for our country. It's not super duper. It's the opposite of super duper. If there was, it's just the opposite. Super duper good, not super duper bad. It's very, very like nobody's ever seen bad, super duper, opposite. That's what it is. And it's a, it's bad. It's not like, um, it's not, it's a, they don't even see how our great dumb Furidim leader is like, Franklin Roosevelt when he stood on when he went into the well of the Congress he told the American people that December 7th 
1941. A day that we don't even have to worry about. Unbelievable. A day that we don't have to think about. Just go get up, get on with your lives. Get back to work. More importantly, get your kids back to school. Some of them are going to die. Oh, well. But they're going to die. Nobody lives forever. And if your kid dies, then, well, I guess, no, hats off. But in a different way, hats off at the funeral. But that means they weren't super duper. So what could they really do? They weren't super duper. They they might as well have wanted you put you might as well put a purse in their coffin. Cause they're just not manly. They weren't men enough, or as even the Tommy Lawrence of the world, the women weren't man enough to beat this not very uh, not super duper virus. It's like a flu, really. With a, it's like flu plus, but not really super duper. It's not super duper plus. It's the flu ah with a little plus. And don't worry, we I mean me have the best health care that your money could ever buy. But it doesn't buy it for you. I understand because you're that's not freedom. That's not freedom. It's only freedom when you're tax dollars by me, 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 me. The best health care. And all the doctors, the 15 doctors running around, getting the con man, making sure the con man's alive and breathing so he can tweet. More lies. Who? How am I going to... What what are they saying on the friggin' uh, media? How, uh, this is a very serious time in the country. We have to, uh, you know, we're in danger when the president is incapacitated. Really? Why? In fact, we're we're better off when he's incapacitated. Since... You know, no misinformation is getting out. If he's unconscious, that means less people are going to die. They're not going to drink bleach. They're not going to walk around. Well, they still, they're walking around with their masks off. But they're, more people aren't going to be affected with bullshit. If he's unconscious, maybe some of the dum-dums will wake up. December 7th, 1941. A day that we don't even have to worry about. Get back to work. Don't worry about it. Get on with your lives. Be strong. Like nobody's ever seen. No one. 
we will ask you to do anything for the country. We won't ask you to sign up. There won't be a draft because, you know, we're free. Put on your mask. Don't put on your mask or not. Who cares? We won't ask you to do a single thing to help this country get about your... Because it's the economy. The economy. That's another thing that gets me insane that the Democrats annoy me about, frankly. Why? Why are you giving Trump a win on the economy? We know this. That's why we need the liberal media, okay? Again, we need a liberal media like this show, like Mike Malloy, like Bob Kincaid, like Jeff Waldoff, like, like yeah, the independent liberal media like Ron Placone, like, you know, people who are doing it for them, for ourselves, do independent. But we need that independent voice to push these effing bastards, to spread the truth, because it doesn't matter. If we know the truth, then it won't matter what, what they're doing on the corporate media. Because the American people will know the truth. And what will happen? It will have, there'll be a tipping point where the American people understand that it's not, you're not free if you can't go to the doctor, right? You're not free if you can't retire, if you can't save $400. That's not freedom. You're not a patriot if you think it's great that you have health care but you don't want to give up or change be to because you don't give a shit about the millions of your fellow Americans and humans, your fellow humans that have nothing. That means you're not a patriot. We have to get to the point where if somebody says something like that, they it's a you immediately know. The response is, you're not a patriot. And then they get to the point where they're embarrassed. They don't say it. They might think it, but they don't say it because they're embarrassed. They don't want to be shamed as the unpatriotic asshole they are. It's sort of like, you know, I, I look at this North Korean video. I mean, that's to the extreme, of course, but... How do you get to a place like that where you're the entire civilization, the well, the, not civilization, the entire country is screaming and mourning in mass over the top like that? And they think that that's normal. It's weird. I don't understand it. But it goes to show you that we are... Uh, we're a herd. We're a herd. Human beings are interdependent. We're interconnected. We affect each other. We definitely do. So there is a consciousness that we will all that uh, that we share. That is a an understanding. Like right now, people think, "Oh, capitalism. That's great. It's the best." It's synonymous with democracy when it's not. It's we need uh, we need regulation. 
and shows like this will break people out of the stupor that every time they say, you know, with the, every time we say that capitalism, in order to have, you want a functioning capitalist system? You want a functioning free market? Whatever. There is no free market, but because we set the rules of the game. But we need, cap, capitalism needs regulation. Otherwise, we get things like the middle passage. So that's capitalism for you. Capitalism is the middle passage. All right, my friends, we're going to, we'll see what happens tomorrow. Like I said, my uncle is sick. I don't know. Hopefully he'll pull through, but it's touch and go. I have no idea. It doesn't look good. So I'm not sure what the next few days are going to hold for me. And I got to go take care of Ray. He needs to eat. I've been feeding him approximately every four hours. And he eats. He gobbles it up. Because he was starving. And he's a kitten still. He needs the nutrition. But he was definitely starving out there. It's so sad. There's no doubt in my mind that he wouldn't have made it through the winter. Ray. Little Ray. Yeah, I know. My Uncle Ed. Good guy. Normal person. My father was the only brother and the only sister. Well, my father had eight brothers and sisters. He was one of eight. <clears throat> he was the only one that was a Republican. The rest of my family, my aunts, my uncles, were Democrats, unabashed, normal people. And my uncle, the last time I saw him was a couple of months ago. And we were talking about Trump, of course, and he was appalled. He was saying, I mean, obviously, what we say here. And I hope he pulls through just to see Twitler go to jail. At least, God. But there are so many more stories to do. So I don't know what will happen. We'll play it day by day. Please become a patron. But I'm not sure if I can do a show. If you become a patron, we'll see. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. I have to keep it. I have to keep it open. I don't really know with he's what's going to happen. And if he passes away, hopefully not. What happens in this pandemic world now? Right? What is... Anyway, whatever. I'm not thinking about it now. But if you want to say a prayer, a namyoho rengeko, a... I don't know. Good energy, good vibes. My Uncle Ed. Good man. Decent. Decent man. Democrat, normal person, veteran, decent, loving person, good guy. 
and a real fighter. So we'll see what happens, as Twitler will say. Well, I hate that. Yeah, see, he ruins everything. Can't say what see. We'll see what happens. You can't say Barry. He ruins everything. All right, guys. Thank you. Really, thank you so much for your super chats. Thank you, Guyon and Jim and Steven and Errol and Terry. And thank you for Earth. Thank you, Lori and Shannon. And Shannon again. And thank you, Byron and for Earth again. And Jim again. And everybody on the chat, if you want to see pictures of Ray, join our Discord. He's in the pets section. Put your pictures of pets in there, too. I would like to see them. And I want to thank you all for your support and hanging out and for your your mental support, most, most of all. I don't know what I would be doing if we couldn't get together, really. So become a patron at patreon.com. Like Byron Buckley. Like Jazz HD1, like Shade and Richard Prince, and all the rest of our patron friends. Donna, a new patron this month. And we'll see. Like I say, you know, it's the truth. We are the real patriots, we are on the right side of history. We are on the right side of democracy. We're on the right side of decency. My name is Tara Devlin. Thank you so much for hanging out. I really do love and respect and cherish and appreciate you all. And I will see you very soon. <laughs>